You know, ever since Chris and I started this podcast, people have been asking for advice. Hey, usually it's what team to bet on this week. You know, you got the Texans or the Bengals, Clemson or Louisville. And let me tell you this, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I always tell people to go to mybookie.ag. Right now, you can use promo code WCE100 for a 100% deposit bonus. That means they're going to match everything that you put into your first account. Mybookie.ag has been in this business for years. Their rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses, so off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. And they have the fastest payout. Seriously, just two business days. So go to mybookie.ag, enter in promo code WCE100. That's WCE100. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter at GaryWCE. And I'm Chris Giannini. Follow me at ChrisBGiannini. And this is the Winning Cures Everything podcast from winningcureseverything.com. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and review it. We cannot stress how important those reviews are for iTunes rankings, so help us out. Those of us who love this sport live for nights like this. You are looking live at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. 40. 40 years. How about that? So here is fourth down. Can you believe it? It's picked up by Michigan State's Jalen Watts Jackson, and he scores on the last play of the game. Are you kidding me? Honey Badger don't care. Oh my gosh! This is Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything NFL Recap. This is episode number 147. It is the Wednesday, October 18th edition of the show. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. Let's go ahead and jump in. It's We're six weeks in. We are we're checking out what we did. All right, so back on September 1st, uh, if you want to go back and listen to that podcast, we gave you our reasoning for why uh, we picked the division winners that we did. And we'll go on and give you those again right now. Um, the division winners that we picked at the time, which for whatever reason my computer just decided to toss out there. Um, all right, so I had the Pats, Steelers, Titans, and Raiders winning their divisions. I had the Texans and the Chiefs in the wild card. Not looking too bad with that. I don't feel bad about any of those other than the Raiders right now. But in that division, I don't know. I mean, once Derek Carr gets back fully healthy, if he ever comes back fully healthy, then I'll feel all right about it. There there but aren't I, there aren't many teams that you can just say are out of it right now. Like it's pretty fair to say yeah, everything the Browns is, are out. Yeah, they're the out. The 49ers, while they're fighting everybody hard, are out. The Chargers, okay. I think. I, no, I don't do the no, that's, two what, and a yeah. that's what I'm saying is is you thought they were out. That's right. They look dead and buried. But, I mean, they, they, they're making a comeback. Part of me thinks the Giants are still out, even though what they did on Sunday was impressive. We'll get to that. But, man, it's going to – that's a, that's brutal. All right, so in the AFC, we had the exact same division winners. We had the same division winners. You had the Chargers chance. and the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, I went a little crazy with the Dolphins there. But they're well, maybe, not out of maybe it. Maybe not. I mean, they they're just def- beat Atlanta. Listen, they're definitely not out of it, okay? I mean, that's... They're, they're, without, they're yeah. without question not out of it. No, not not in the slightest. Unless you have the Browns or the 49ers, you are, you are not out of it. Yeah. 
I mean, now the Jets are still a live dog in this thing. Which is just bananas to me. (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand this league. Uh, The NFC, uh, Redskins, Packers, Bucks, and Seahawks are who I had as division winners. I had the Falcons and (laughs) the New York football Giants, who I feel are probably out of it. I think they're probably out of it. Probably. But, I mean, they did show life at Uh, Denver. It's um, one game. But it's one game. Man, I think that was just a miracle. I, I, I got the Eagles, the Cardinals, Vikings, Saints. As your that, division winners. That, listen, I'll tell you this. I'll hold Pat on all those. Right now. Even the Cardinals? I'd hold Pat. They you might be like, right. They, they look, look great. Like, hey, they're three and three. Yeah, they look great with Adrian three Peterson. Three. I will tell you this. We're going to get into teams that we want to buy stock in. I, there is a team in that division I'm buying as much stock as you'll sell me. You also had the Packers and the Panthers as your wild card teams. Yeah. That could end up coming to fruition for both both teams. I don't know that the Packers are going to make it. It depends on how Brett Hundley looks right now. He doesn't look great. Uh, and it depends on how long Rodgers is out. And it's his throwing Rogers, shoulder. I, I think, think Rodgers is going to miss the season. I think he is too. So let's let's talk about the Aaron Rodgers thing for a minute because that's important. He's one of the the biggest stars in the league, and he's he's out. So before we get into buying and selling, who are who are buying stock in? I had a conversation over the weekend with a bunch of people that were saying, "Well, who do the Packers go out and get? Who do the Packers go out and get?" I think that's a stupid move. Yeah. Do you need to go get anybody? Well, and here's the reason why. And this is not a knock on the Packers as an organization. They're not a quarterback away from being a good team. No. They are they are an Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady guy away from being a good team. But other than that, they still have a garbage offensive line that gets him hit. Yeah. They still have a mediocre defense. They have the oldest wide receiving core in the league, and they have no running backs that can be stable. Why the hell do you think a an, an average quarterback would come in and make them a playoff team? They wouldn't. Aaron Rodgers makes them special. Now, I will tell you this. If I was the fan base, the ownership, whoever is running that organization, this is going to show a lot of their flaws. Oh, 100%. This is going to say, you guys have not been doing as good of a job as we think you've been doing. Aaron Rodgers covers up a lot of mistakes, and you guys have built a pretty piss-poor football team. Yeah. Just imagine what he would be able to win if they had an if, average yeah. team, just exactly. an average team, nobody likes to crap on Rodgers and the Packers more than I do. But it, it, this is not that. That that organization has leaned on him being transcendent for too long. Agreed. And I think we are going to see something that this could be the best thing that ever happened to the Packers. Oh yeah, because if that, that, they'll have to make moves. If and they that's... if they say, hey, we finally need to go out in free agency and spend money. For the first time ever, they always are all about bringing in guys, and we just say, oh, but look, our in-house guys work out. They work out because Aaron makes them better. The same reason the scrawny little white guys in New England look so great in New England, but they look terrible everywhere else. It's not that they're great. Yeah. It's not. Tom makes them great. So I I think this, this could be, for the future of the Packers, the best thing that ever happened to them if it exposes all their flaws. So let's uh, let's look at the division leaders right now. Look into what we had picked and, and compare it. Uh, AFC East, New England is is tops right now. They're four and two, uh, but you do have Buffalo and Miami at three and two each, and the Jets at three and three. 
So everybody's basically a game back. Um, the North, Pittsburgh at four and two. Baltimore's three and three. Somehow, I just I still don't understand that. Um, Baltimore's three and three. Cincinnati is two and three. The Browns are zero and six. Um, the South, you have three teams tied at three and three. That's Jacksonville, Houston, and Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> that's the that's going to be the division that gives us the most headaches. But it's Jacksonville all year. hammered Houston. Houston hammered Tennessee. Tennessee hammered Jacksonville. Like it. That's what it's going to be all year. So I found a betting trend. I am betting, and, and I'm done this every week for the last two or three weeks now. Oh, it's a, are you talking about Jacksonville? Yeah. Because that's one of my bets. Yeah. Every every other week you bet on them, and every other week you bet against them. Yep. I don't even look at the number anymore. Oh, yeah. Last week, before the game started, I, we're, we're both on vacation. We missed all last week. And uh, I'm, I'm out of town. I'm looking at bets, and I'm just like, I'm betting the Rams. As soon as the line opened, I bet the Rams. He's like, whoa, whoa, that's not even a good number. Like, that's going to be a good game. Jacksonville's going to hang with them. They just beat the Steelers. No, no, they won't. Doesn't matter. No, they won't. It's they, every other week. They crap the bread. Every other week. And then the other week, they look like Superman. They look like they could beat the, the 2014 Patriots. This, this is 100% like an 8-8 eight and eight football team. And They're it's going to be the weirdest eight and eight football team. Yes, it's going to be the. It's not. It has nothing to do with home field. Has nothing to do with anything. No. They're going to kick the crap out of somebody, and then they're going to lay down and look like a dog against somebody else. Well, I mean, Lord, they they lost to the Jets. They they hammered the Ravens. Their they losses, hammered the Steelers. They, they hammered, hammered Houston. Yeah, their losses are awful, and their wins are crazy. Yeah, it it just none of it makes very much sense. I, I don't understand it. Uh, the West, Kansas City is still at five and one. I still think that's probably the best team in football right now. Uh, Steelers just seem to have their number for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, they're five and one. Denver's three and two. The Chargers and Oakland are both at two and four. Um, I mean that's a that's a lot back for Oakland to get back. <laughs> so we'll we'll see There's what a happens. Though. A lot of football. Left, left. We're, they're getting in the divisional play, the, the games though, and that's going to yeah. matter. Uh, Philadelphia is at five and one. The Redskins are three and two. Um, I had the Redskins. You had the Eagles winning that division, and they play on Monday night this or this week. I, and, and you know what? There's no two other teams I would want in that division. No, I I love both those teams. Dallas, I think, is about to fall apart, become the Dallas that I thought they were always going to be, and it ain't because they lost Zeke. Tell me how good Zeke's been all year because he hadn't been great. Oh, he's been awful. So that they're but just, it makes you wonder if maybe he's got if he just has too much on his mind, which is entirely possible. Man, I don't know. I think these football players don't have a lot on their mind to begin with. And maybe that I'm not – maybe I'm just – I'm wrong for thinking that. But I, I – all right. Adrian Peterson came back this week, got to the Cardinals. He literally had like a day and a half's worth of practice in the Cardinals system. Never worked in this system before. Never practiced in it. Don't know the lingo. He, I'm pretty sure it's the same system. He, oh, no, no, no. All these NFL, the, the the words that they use and the cadences and everything are so different from one offense to another. And you know Bruce Arians has his own language that he's speaking. I promise you, I think when it comes to some of these guys, linebackers, running backs, offensive and defensive linemen, I think it's see guy, hit guy. Grab ball, run. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I think literally their offense was as, hey, Run between this fat guy and that fat guy right there. Those two butt cheeks, you hit them and you go. And like that's you're just gonna go left. Hey, you're gonna go right. And I think it's I think it's that simple. I, I do wonder I don't think these guys have too much going on between the ears. We'll we'll get to that game against the Bucks here in a minute, but 
he does bring a different dynamic for them, especially with uh, with Doug Johnson being out. So that that helps out Arizona a lot. Um, but well, I, we we're not even on Arizona right now, are nope, we? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> we're just talking uh, about Zeke and yeah, Zeke too and much Adrian on his Peterson mind, and, and I don't know how much of that's on his mind. Yeah, you you may be right. You may be right. Um, in the North, Minnesota and Green Bay are both at four and two. Uh, I would absolutely take the Vikings right there right now. Detroit is uh, sitting right behind them at three and three. Chicago's not awful. They're two and four. Uh, the South Carolina at four and two. New Orleans is three and two, uh, and that's after they started zero uh, and two. That's right. So not bad. Atlanta sits at three and two. They've lost two straight. Tampa Bay is two and three. They lost two straight. I took the Bucks to win that division, and I will go ahead and tell you that I was wrong. I, yeah, I think that's a bad team. I, I was and I'll tell you this: that Atlanta team, that Atlanta team could easily be one. In, in what five one and four yeah yeah they're good they'll, they, they'll probably move to three and three this they, week they should not have beaten the Lions when they beat the Lions and they should not have beaten the Bears when they beat the Bears it's pretty crazy huh that I I called them to have a Super Bowl hangover and and I think I think they are having it I just think the rest of the league is so weird right now that it's yeah. just working out differently yeah it sure is uh in the west the rams are four and two seattle's three and two with a win over the rams arizona's three and three and san francisco is zero and six i will tell you this i love this rams team now listen to this though look at the points for and the points against san francisco has 113 points for and 146 against mm-hmm. arizona who is three games better than them they have 119 points for and 158 points against. Yeah, like that's it, it's a couple of points here and there. Yeah, the, the, the they're good close games. The difference is, is yes, Arizona has won a couple of coin flip games. San Francisco hasn't been beat other than Week One, where they got blown out by Carolina. Every other game has been a field goal game. Yeah, yeah, it sure are, has. Are, are closer. They've covered every spread, but that one spread. Let's talk about some games from uh, from this week. Um, and some of them we don't have to get too in depth on, because I don't want to run this thing, you know. Nope, forever. You're good. Um, but let's uh, let's talk about Monday Night Football first. Colts and Titans. Uh, Titans score 21 points in the fourth quarter. They win going away, 36-22. That last touchdown got everybody the cover that that had uh, the Titans minus seven. And of course, I had Derrick Henry sitting on my bench, but <laughs> but I won anyway in fantasy, so that's good. Uh, I mean. Look, Titans' first win over the Colts in 11 games. Like, that's that's a big deal regardless of what Colts team this is. And the Colts had won, what, two straight? Or no, yeah, no, they, they, no had, they haven't won two straight, but they, no, they're was, looking uh, good. They're looking better with Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett, Brissett. is running that team. Yeah. They, they still have no offense. They still have no talent. They still have a bad defense. But but he's finding a way to, to make it work. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett's going to be a good quarterback. So, I, I think the Titans, as long as the Titans have Mariota, they're okay. When they don't have Mariota, they are in all kinds of trouble. Oh, they can't win. So they, they, they cannot win. And it, it's not because, like, I don't think anybody else could run that system. Like, it, it, the NFL is a is a quarterback league. Yes. It just is. So, if you got one, then you're good. If you don't, then it is what it is. That's right. You're just going to – I mean, yeah, that's it. Dolphins and Falcons. Falcons were up 17 to nothing at the half. They lose 20 to 17. <laughs> uh, Jay Cutler, 151 yards, two touchdowns. There were people that were screaming on Twitter saying, you know, Jay Cutler literally is just not trying, doesn't care, doesn't want to be out there, yada, yada, yada. And and they looked all right. 
Yeah, they look pretty good. And then the third quarter and the fourth quarter, he came out. He does what Jay Cutler does, makes some big plays, and and it worked. And Atlanta just died. That's they uh, just you know they just quit. So Colin Cowherd said a couple of weeks ago, um, he said Matt Ryan is an average quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like he just is. So like if you take out his best season, which was last year, and you take out his worst, season. and you take out his worst season, which was several years ago, yes. And and then you just are left with everything. It's about what this season is. Yeah, he's fifteenth in in quarterback rating. He's yeah, somewhere between he's, fifteen and eighteen, which is he's just right in the middle guy. of thirty two teams. Yeah, which is exactly what he is. So let me ask you a question: Is it Steve Sarkeesian's fault that they can't find Julio Jones? Did somebody at Alabama piss him off to a point to where he's like, "I'm just not going to touch Alabama people." Because Julio Jones has zero touchdowns. He is only averaging one or two catches a game. Well, he had I, six in this game. But even still, like he's just it doesn't not feel doing like good. he's got that many. He hadn't got 100 yards, I don't know, all year. I mean, what is wrong? He is the best player on your team. Hey, we, we just had breaking news. Uh, the judge suspended uh, Zeke. Zeke's uh trial thing yeah so he's so trying he's, to fight it to hold it off again and, yeah and he yeah so they're he's gonna keep playing for now oh he is so, so that yeah, means he's, he's gonna keep playing yeah he's going to keep playing All right, the way you worded that i thought yeah well when I, suspended might have been a bad word but that's what they had up there so they they suspended his his hearing thing man this is this was getting ridiculous and here's really the reason is. it's getting ridiculous like you're it's, two and three just go on and, and take the suspension like God. Zeke and his people are. This is what I. All right, now I have an absolute problem with this. They are appealing to Texas judges, courts in Texas. Well, what are those judges going to do? They're going to find in favor of the Dallas Cowboy player. Yeah, like that's that is open biasness right there. There's there is no every other court system has shown as much as we bitch about it, as much as we complain about it. Roger Goodell has the authority to do what he is doing. And while we all hate it, the player union agreed to it. Yeah. So it is within his rights and reasonings to do it. And because he's appealing to people, judges in his state, those judges are like, nope, nope, we got to let that cowboy play. I got money on that game this week. That's ridiculous I'm with to you. me. I'm that with is you. absolutely ridiculous. All right, speaking of ridiculous, Redskins beat the 49ers 26 to 24. That was a, a very blah game. Um, Saints 52, Lions 38. Uh, the Saints were up huge in this game, and the Lions came back and got it to within a 45-38 to 38 ball game, and then Stafford threw a pick six. The Saints scored three defensive touchdowns in this game. Which is The week before asinine. this, they had a bye. The week before that, they played in London, and they shut out the Dolphins. Their defense. And the week before that, they gave up zero touchdowns to the the Panthers on the road. Yeah. That defense, never thought I would say that in my life, is plain unbelievable. Yeah. And guess what? Hunley, this is his first attack. That defense, that vaunted Saints defense gets to go into the Green Bay this week. Yeah, that's uh, it's going to be interesting to say the least. I can't believe their defense is doing what they're doing. It, I, I'll I'll believe it when I see it if it will last an entire season. Well, yeah, but the fact that they're historically the worst defense in the league and it's lasted three games straight. Oh, I know. I mean, that's a big deal. Oh yeah, that's a big deal. 
I agree with you. Patriots 24, Jets 17. There was a a pretty a pretty crap call in this ball game. Um, I don't I don't understand the rules. And I, why I don't the, either. I don't know why the rules. So this is a Pats fan talking, but but I also understand football. I don't think it was a touchdown because I don't think he had possession of the ball. But I also know this: when you fumble the ball on the twenty yard line and you're falling towards the twenty four yard line, mm-hmm. and you regain possession of the ball, they move the ball back to the twenty because you cannot advance the ball on a fumble. Right. Correct. So why is it when he fumbles on the one and he advances it into the end zone but out of bounds, why is it he was able to advance that ball and now it's a touchback? Shouldn't the ball go placed back at the spot of the fumble? Yeah. The Jets should have gotten that ball. I don't think it had anything to do with the outcome of the game. It didn't have anything to do with the point spread the Jets still covered. But it's still... It's still a really, really, really shitty way to do this, and I don't understand how these refs misinterpret things all the time. I don't get why when the end zone gets involved, all the rules that you play 99 yards of go out the window, and we change the rules just because they happen at the end zone. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense at all to me. If you can't advance a fumble, then the ball goes back to the spot where the fumble occurred. That, yeah. that happens at every point in the game except for if you fumble it forward in the end zone and your guy catches uh, recovers it. So he can't recover a fumble in the end zone to be a touchdown. I get that. So it goes back to the one where he fumbled it. It's that simple. Yeah. I mean, that, that would make sense to me. That's right. And I feel like that's what the rule actually says. Yes. I'm not, I do not think he scored a touchdown on that because I do think I saw enough of him bobbling that ball going yeah. to the ground that it was clearly a fumble. Malcolm Butler came up looking hysterical saying he clearly did not have that ball. I know he didn't have that ball. I believe he did not have that ball. I do not believe that is a touchback by the letter of the rules. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Packers lost to the Vikings 23-10. to uh, We already talked about Aaron Rodgers uh, going out. Brett Hundley, it's his team now. He threw three picks. Uh, I don't know that he will face a defense as good as this Vikings defense for a while. At, now, the Saints, of course, we did talk about them. Their defense we'll had three touchdowns last week. We will see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what happens. Uh, the Bears beat the Ravens in overtime 27-24. Not a whole lot to talk about there. That was Trubisky a terrible got, game. Trubisky, uh, 113 yards passing and a touchdown. Uh, they leaned on Jordan Howard like crazy. Jordan Howard had 36 rushes for like 167 yards. When Cohen threw a pass for a touchdown. Yes. So like Since they took out Mike Glennon, they've had three different players that have had their first touchdown pass. That's crazy. Like, which is insane. Uh, the Browns lost to the Texans, uh, thirty-three to seventeen. They were up thirty-three to three at the end of the third quarter, and they just kind of did whatever there. Um, My Browns are terrible. Yeah, they're they're really bad, man. I like I expected a little more out of them. Uh, Rams beat the Jags, twenty-seven seventeen. Uh, we talked about that one a little bit. There's not much there. Uh, the Bucks actually came back and made it a game, uh, and that's with Ryan Fitzpatrick in the ball game. So. The Cardinals were up. Uh, what were they up? Thirty-eight uh, or thirty-one to six? I want to say. Yeah, they yep. were up thirty-one yep. to six. They ended up winning thirty-eight thirty-three. It was thirty-one to six at the end of the third quarter. Fitzpatrick, like the, better he, quarterback than Jameis. Mm, possibly, but I mean, he still had two picks in this game. Well, yeah, but how many Jameis have? He also put up all the points. Well, Jameis didn't have any picks. 
but he didn't have any uh, points. He didn't have any point, but he don't, he only played like three series. No, he didn't get hurt that early. He yeah, got he hurt did. Like the second half. No, the second no, no, quarter. no. It was no, 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 no. He hold on. Let's double check this. I think he only played. No, he played two series after he got hurt. So he played what? I, I think he went five out like late in the second quarter. No, it was it was early in the second quarter. Okay, because as soon as that happened, I mean, remember this guy's on my fantasy team. I know, I know. So you're I watching was it closer than I was, out. and I was not paying attention to this game at all. Yeah, Judge rules. Uh, NFL is temporarily restrained from enforcing Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott six game suspension. This is just horse crap. Yeah, it's stupid. Whole and you're stupid. right. Their team is not doing well. They're probably not going to make the playoffs this year. Just get it over with. Yeah, get the suspension out of the way. Like, come on. Uh, Steelers beat the Chiefs. We'll talk about that one for a minute. Yep. Uh, the Steelers' defense absolutely lit up the Chiefs in Kansas City. The, the Steelers just have the Chiefs' number. Yep. That's so, all it is. All right. We weren't here last week. We didn't get to talk about any of last week's games. I would like to talk about Ben Roethlisberger for a minute. All right. Okay. I think Ben Roethlisberger is the biggest diva in all of football. And that is a league that, that has Odell Beckham Jr. in it. Okay. Okay. That is that is a league and on a team that has Antonio Brown in it. Two pretty big ass divas. This guy comes out after a putrid performance where he throws five interceptions, three touchdowns to the other team. Yeah. Okay. Looks absolutely awful last week. In his words, not the media's, not anybody else's, his words, I think I've lost it. Like I, I, think, I, I think I just don't have it anymore. I think I just don't have it anymore. Then by Wednesday, I am Superman, and I'm going to tell you the media can say all they want that I've lost it. Uh, wait a minute. Whoa, you you said you lost it, and then now all of a sudden the media reports what you say, and you're blaming the media for it. I swear this guy might be one of the dumbest human beings to ever live. <laughs> I, I believe my with all my heart. You have to be really tough to be dumb. Yeah. We've, we've never argued the fact that he is probably the toughest quarterback to maybe have ever played this I game. I agree with that. I, I really think he might be the dumbest quarterback to have ever played the game. Yeah. And he likes to talk about him. When he got into the spat with Antonio Brown about Antonio flipping out and wanting the ball and all this other stuff, he comes out to the media and he says – He's got to keep that stuff in the locker room. We don't need to talk about any of this stuff to the. What are you doing right now? What are you doing right now with cameras in your face? You are talking about it and you are saying things that he needs to be better at. If you were the leader that you're supposed to be, you go tell him this to his face. And then when the media asks, you say, We took care of it in house and you shut up about it. He's got to be the most contradictory person on the planet, and I think he really believes it. I think when he came out Wednesday questioning the media, I think he honestly believes that the media came up with all that. I, you, you might be right. I think he's you got might be entirely right between the ears at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I think I agree with you on that. When I said I don't think Ezekiel Elliott's thinking about a lot of things. This like, proves I think, your point. I think Ben is up there as one of those guys that's just not thinking about a lot of things. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. You can't make the offense too complicated. He is big. <laughs> he is strong. He can throw the football. He can sling it. And you can't take him down. So your guy's got all day to, to, to get open. And he can throw it accurate, but he's not picking apart defenses. No, that he's guy's just not throwing di- the football. He's not diagramming anything. No, he's, There's he's nothing going on in there. just throwing the football. He's just a game of pong. Keep the ball up in the air. You got it. You got it. Anyway. All right. Chargers beat the Raiders 17-16. Uh, this is the fourth straight loss for the Raiders. 
bad, bad things going on in Oakland. The Chargers, uh, I mean, they kicked the game in a field goal. Like that was uh, that was good. So <laughs> they finally, yeah, they they brought in a new kicker. Um, <laughs> I can't. Is Jack Del Rio lost it? Remember last year he was just big nuts, Del Rio. I don't know that he's lost it as much as maybe this team wasn't as good as we we thought they. What, you know, maybe what happened to Cooper? Because Cooper has been all you want to talk about. It, talk about all right, so we talked about we bad. talked about sophomore slumps and whatnot, right? So which this is his third year. Yeah, I know, but I'm wondering. He is awful, man. I mean, awful. I I don't know what to make of it, and I, I don't know if it's the fact that like there's something going on with the offense, if it's the fact that Derek Carr has been hurt. But even even before Carr got hurt, he just and this line was supposed to be up there with the Cowboys as the best line in football, and they are not, man. They are really really bad. I mean, that's like that's, really. Bad. But here's the thing: they haven't lost any players. Like these are all the same guys that came back from last year. They're all the same dudes. Yeah, they just got they got worse. They read the headlines and everyone say they were supposed to be the best, so they didn't put in the work. And they're just like, "Hey, man, everybody's making us the best." Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's happening there. They've got a, a lot of time to figure it out. But I'm, I'm like you. I'm just floored. I don't know Do what. They play Monday Night Football this week against the Chiefs. I think they've got no. A, no, theirs is the, it might be the Sunday night game. They're playing Thursday. Oh, maybe the Thursday night game. They've it is the Thursday night game. game against the Chiefs. Yeah. I knew it was one of the primetime games. Yeah, so they've they've got that game. Um you know, I mean we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. And I have, I still have no idea what this Charger team looks like. Like I just don't I don't know anything about them. I'm with you. I picked them to be a wild card team. Guess what? They are a wild card right now. Oh, they're uh, you, they're definitely just, wild card. You just don't know what you're getting. Yeah, you got no idea. So no idea whatsoever. I I, I don't know what to make of either one of these teams. Uh, Giants beat the Broncos on Sunday Night Football. I have no idea what happened there. <laughs> Trevor Simeon went back to doing what he does. He what happened to the What happened to the Broncos defense? This is supposed to be one of the best defenses in the league, and they let somebody come into their house who cannot move the football. Well, they, they literally have guys off the street playing wide receiver. Nobody knows who they are. One well, of the worst on. run games in the league. Evan Ingram had five receptions for 82 yards in the Yes, pick. Evan Ingram has And then most. whoever this Darkwa kid is. That's, I don't know. 21 rushes for 117 yards. Eli didn't throw. I mean, but the you defense can't let held that up. Ha- if you're the Broncos and you're that defense, you can't let that happen in your house. You know Eli's not going to beat you throwing. So you stack the box with nine guys and you say, y'all got a shitty offensive line, block somebody. We're coming at you. Yeah. I agree with you. So disappointed. I have another thing. We've talked about this before. Ben, I don't think, did they get any turnovers? No. I don't think the Broncos got any turnovers. No. No. Simeon, Matt, Simeon still had 376 yards. Yeah. But he threw a lot two of picks. picks. Two picks. One and, pick and they had they could not run the football on at the Giants all. to do like for at anything. All. Their leading rusher was Jamal Charles. He had 19 yards. So I brought this up in the past. I'm going to bring it back up because I, I had a new thought today. While eating lunch, Ben McAdoo is one of the goofiest looking people on the planet. You get that right. All right. He last year was pretty goofy looking, but like we just kind of, he was just normal goofy looking. Okay. This year, he went into some New York barbershop and he paid somebody for that damn haircut. <laughs> okay. 
He's the only coach in the league that don't wear a hat. He is so proud of that ugly ass haircut. I, I don't get. He it. won't even put a damn hat on. It none of it makes any sense. Like he's like he paid for it and he thinks it looks good. That's a fireball <laughs> fence right there. You're on TV for a living. I agree with that. Look, they look. The Giants were pretty good last year. They're like McAdoo has done an okay job this year though. One and five. If got they, everybody if hurt. they get back to the losing ways, which I think this was just a miracle game, yeah. I, I think he's a got-to-go situation. I, you might be right. I mean, they may not hang around and, and let him have because time Because they were this. only good last year because their defense was great. Yeah. That's not him. He no. shouldn't get credit for that. Yeah, he, Everybody thought that he would be the guy to, to be able to fix Eli and fix that <laughs> offensive problem, but he hadn't done it yet. Nope. Uh, last game, Eagles and Panthers. This was the Thursday night game last week. Listen, the uh, Thursday night games have been awesome yeah. all year long. Yeah, they really have. It's uh, it's way different from last year. Way better than Monday night football. Yes. I, I agree with that. Uh, Eagles win 28-23. Um, I mean, we both picked the Eagles to win this ball game, And I, I had the Eagles. Like, I was so confident in it. It was one of my bets. Eagles one, plus three and a half. One of the young quarterbacks in the league, Carson Wentz, is is he your pick out of all the young quarterbacks that you think yeah. can be the best? I think so. Yeah, I think he's, 100%. I think there are guys that got that it. I think Deshaun Watson's got that it. I think there's a lot of guys in that conversation. That, Carson that Wentz looks more like an NFL quarterback than anybody else that's that's up out of this new class. He's got the like, build that you don't think will break down because I think he can Deshaun read, Watson yeah. could end up RG3 if he gets hit hard enough Yeah, because he does run a lot and he but is Wentz small. Wentz is a pocket passer. He can read defenses. He goes through his progressions. He is just... He's like a really smart Ben Roethlisberger. And he's super cool under pressure. No, no. That dude is, is easy going, man. It's just... It's insane. Yeah, he's... he 222 yards, three I like, touchdowns. I like you know, him a lot. They... Look, the Eagles, they got a good football team. They got a good football team. So, my Browns... My Browns passed on him. Mm-hmm. And they passed on Watson. Yes, they did. I, and I think those guys are going to just eat their ass for the, for the rest of their history. Yeah, I... I I yeah. do like that Hugh Jackson was asked about Sean Watson point blank. Y'all could have had him. What do you think? And he was just like, we don't have him. It wasn't my decision. Sorry. Deshaun, be easy. No. Yeah. No, he wasn't easy on us. No. It wasn't my call. No. I mean, that's it. What, what are you going to do? It sucks. It, it sucks. It Yeah, it sucks. You're a Browns fan, and you had the opportunity to draft Wentz, and you passed, and then you had Watson, and you passed, and... And it is what it is. Here we are. All right. uh, We're over 30 minutes. Let's wrap this up. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551-226-9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899. And we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show. And until next time, have a good one, guys.
Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and LeBonner's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast. 